Hey guys, I wanted to talk about some thoughts and experiences I've had recently about uh, responsibility and um, taking initiative and uh, also the uh, many distractions that people often get caught up in, myself included, and you know, pleasure seeking people-pleasing, doing things that are not forwarding any type of cause, but are more lower self-desires. Uh, and by lower self, I mean the ego-based self, the uh, mini-me self, the microcosm, cosmic self, you know, uh, the body, the, the mind of the individual, the uh, experience that the individual experiences, like you and, and me. I have my own little mini-me life, and so does everybody else. And, you know, it's uh, very tempting to just focus all of your energy on improving only your mini-me life experience and not doing anything to help anybody else or even the greater good you know running away from that responsibility for changing the uh, world that you were born into it's very very tempting and a lot of people fall for that and unfortunately when the majority of people fall for those temptations to just service to self lower self that is um, it turns the world into a very isolating and, you know, lonely and hateful and uh, competitive, socially Darwinistic type of place, kind of like a dog-eat-dog -dog world. And that's the world that we were given by our uh, ancestors, and it's the job that is here for us to do is to turn that world we inherited into something that's tolerable and beneficial for for uh, everybody you know at least those who have a good attitude and want freedom and, and want to learn and want to do well in life and to help others it's a really big job and people, because it's such a big job and it appears to be uh, something that cannot be accomplished in one lifetime or possibly in many lifetimes or ever, you know, some people have a very negative attitude to the way things are and the way the people are. And for some people, they give up hope and they just really go towards the satanic uh, service to self polarity and mentality simply due to the fact that they don't see anybody around them doing anything and therefore it just you know if you take that little microcosm of you and the people you know and everyone you've met in, in your life and you um, take that and then as your sample the inference that you can make on the greater population of earth is that well everybody must be this way not really caring about anything other than themselves and their, you know, ego-pleasing and 
money and you know little experiences that mean nothing but distract the ego so that it doesn't have to think about um, what's really going on here and you know so it can run away from personal experience personal responsibility and avoid facing um, parental abandonment issues and uh, other psychological problems that need to be faced you know through meditation and introspection and a lot of people use these uh, even unconsciously use the, these distractions and drugs and uh, even things as simple as TV or uh, internet like iPhone distractions you know Facebook is a big one especially for my generation uh, the temptation to just click click around on your phone doing nothing and getting a dopamine high it's a science scientific thing that um, the iPhones and, and uh, computers and stuff nowadays will give you a, a drug, drug-like euphoric, dirty kind of high that's, you know, very harmful if, if you're um, using it that way and addicted to it. It'll distract you and take you off your path and you won't accomplish anything because it, it, it demands your attention, similar to, uh, you know, a heroin addiction or something. It calls out to you and it wants you to just click around and read people's you know, little emotional, a lot of things on Facebook that are just kind of like, you know, some of it's helpful, but you got to really keep it at arm's length because uh, a lot of it's just, it's just like another form of drug. And uh, a lot of people in the world have drug problems and you just don't want to be one of those people because, you know, the ego pleasing it, it really leads to a completely useless futile existence that is never satisfying to people and I find myself in my life of guilty of um, chasing uh, selfish you know desires and guilty of running away from personal responsibility it's it's a really really big shift in consciousness to get even one person out of a satanic mini me self-gratification and glorification and um, you know get them into a point where they actually do care about what's happening in the world and are actually doing using their will to affect change on the um, causal plane rather than just being used up by pendulums and other people and social religious thinking working on the plane of effects, you know, meaning like spinning your wheels endlessly, trying to fix a, a problem the wrong way that's never actually going to work because you didn't really affect the, what's causing the problem. You, you're putting band-aids on the symptoms. And uh, I've been over this in previous episodes, but, you know, things like running for office, I feel is a big waste of time. Things like... Uh, trying to use even money to um, make improvements within the uh, corporate economy that's regulated by government, it's often, you know, not going to make as much change and it'll take tremendous amount of work oftentimes to uh, build up a, a big business and have it be, you know, f floating on, on water of the economy and not sinking like most businesses, startups do.
and then uh, being able to have a business that does something you know beneficial for humanity you know like building tiny homes or setting up infrastructure outside of the government control that's all new territory you know there's not that's not a traditional you know business model as far as I'm concerned like a lot of these traditional safe safe route business models that are for sure gonna make money are all based on poisonous and um, you know harmful types of business practices like uh, you know the fast food is a good example yeah if you want to invest in fast food you know it's almost guaranteed in America that that if you can just get a few chain restaurants going you know you're set up but is that really helping anybody more fast food and you know oil-based gasoline stations I mean humanity's kind of got to move on from that type of behavior and it's going to take a lot of courageous people and uh, a lot of will you know it's it's got to take dedication over a long period of time by many many people not just one person and it's got to it's going to have to uh, take willpower on many fronts and action on many different things simultaneously you know depending on what your skill set is you might you might um, be putting your energy into things like what I do with the online videos and uh, talking to people in person and you know that doesn't take that much of a skill to really work that is it's pretty easy if you want to do that but the key is you have to have knowledge of uh, knowledge of what to say to people to get them to um, change your mind you have to understand the truth for yourself and with that understanding comes a lot of confidence and it's something that you you either know that you have and you're confident sharing with other people because you know um, what's right and what's true or you're still kind of confused and figuring it out for yourself and you know if if that's the case then it might not be time for you to share your your learnings with other pe people if you're not confident and and sure in your understanding and even if you are sure you know that doesn't mean that you you couldn't be wrong and that um, you might not be you might be missing some data points or maybe your ideas are just you're interpreting things incorrectly but sharing the current ideas that you have in your head even if there's some chance that they are wrong is still productive because it gives people a chance to correct problems in your thinking and to have discussion and it also gives you a chance to correct problems in their thinking it can start like a uh, two-way conversation that could have just started from something you know, as simple as like one of these YouTube videos or even like a Facebook comment. Um, it's a balance though. And, you know, at the same time as doing that kind of work on the causal plane, there's a lot of things that have to be done on the plane of effects, the uh, manifested reality. We've got to, uh, similar to um, the tarot deck, which has four suits, the uh, swords meaning knowledge and understanding, that's one plane of existence that's kind of the causal plane, the plane of mentality. And uh, it's a great plane to be working on, but simultaneously you can work on the pinnacle um, suit of the tarot, which is um, the manifested world, and um, you know natural resources available 
to uh, enable you to continue, you know, ministering, you could say, on the um, mental realm. You know, because if I if I can't eat and I can't um, live in a comfortable, re reasonably comfortable setting, how am I supposed to be making YouTube videos if I can't even afford, you know, internet connection, for example? Little basics like that. So we got to, you know, part of this big job of freeing humanity and even just freeing a sub, small subsection of humanity at first. It's a big job even for just a tiny percentage of humanity to become free at this point. You know, we're going to have to gather a lot of resources, financial resources too, because um, there's many, many strategies and approaches to attaining freedom. And uh, one of those approaches that you know, has a reasonable success chance of success, in my opinion, is um, moving away from the city and buying a, a large plot of land and having uh, people all live in a tribal setting on uh, a shared property and uh, becoming independent of, you know, as, as best as we can for now. And there's strength in numbers. The more people you have in understanding of truth, that's the key factor. If you haven't a bunch of people thrown into a tribal setting and none of them understand truth at all. They don't understand what a right is, which is an action that doesn't cause harm to a living being. You know, they they have, you know, leftover ideas from the um, Archon society, you know, the rulership, government-based society. If people are trying to separate from that and then they still have the same ideas that they that created this giant mess it's not gonna fix anything it's just gonna create a little cult basically that uh, uses the people at the bottom of the pyramid of authority in that alternative cult and um, it's not really beneficial for the higher the higher self and the lower selves that are involved in that pyramid because that's part of what's really getting onto the plane of um, or into the spiritual battlefield is realizing the law of one as uh, the raw material talks about and the real is the key realization in uh, understanding you know natural law and uh, unity with the universe is that it's all one being on some level it's both paradoxically there's both duality and singularity and when you're able to really kind of come to a solve solving solving that paradox in your mind of how things can be both separate and all one thing at the same time then you are now in an understanding that motivates you to get onto the uh, battlefield of you know helping the rest the higher self meaning everything everything on this planet and beyond all the other humans and the animals too and the plants you know all of life on the earth you your motivation then a natural motivation and not a faked and genuine with you know hidden ulterior subconscious motives but a, a real genuine love for everything that is supposed to um you know be here and you want to help all of that conscious you know entities and plants and animals all express themselves in the way that they please as long as they're not harming you know and preventing other people from expressing themselves and other you know stepping on destroying nature for example or 
enslaving the animals. It's not something that, as you know, as above, so below is another one of these uh, unity-based principles that is very powerful when individuals come to understand that the uh, microcosm here, meaning the lower selves, like me as a person, is similar to the macrocosm here, the uh, society in general of humanity. And in America, we have a big, if you want to take that as a macrocosm, the uh, country of America, you know, as imaginary, is that even that identity is not people's true identity. But, you know, if we want to just take that the geo geographical location of, you know, the United States and take a look at how the society as a whole functions and how each individual in society feels about um, their place and the way things are going, you'll see a mirror-like reflective, you know, image between those two things. The average individual's experience, whether or not they're feeling good or bad about it, and, you know, what they think about their role here, and then, and then also their beliefs and attitudes towards the, the societal organization. And then you'll, and then if you just take a screenshot of everything going on at once and get all the data together and see how much, you know, hateful energy there is, how much, uh, people are being used or robbed or, um, murdered or enslaved or hurt or, um, you know, sick, you just take a big snapshot of all of America at once and average everything, you'll find that it matches the thoughts and consciousness level of the average individual in that society. And this is also connected to, it's called the uh, law of correspondence in the hermetic tradition, as above, so below, as within, so without. And it's also related to the law of freedom, something that Mark Passio coined, which says that if society is free only if the minds of the individuals are freedom oriented and you know if they are moral people if if each individual in the society or the more the more individuals in a society that um, engage in moral behavior that doesn't cause harm and doesn't steal from other sentient beings the more free overall that society ends up and uh, we can take a look at you know different aspects of the macrocosmic picture here, different microcosmic aspects of it, you know, just like the federal government charging people taxes and intimidating people, many times imprisoning people, oftentimes killing people over unpaid taxes. You know, I listened to a podcast on the Anarchist with Jeff Berwick a few days ago about a woman who used to work for the IRS and she was seeing how corrupt it was and how they were giving big corporate big corporations a break on their taxes you know like the corporations would hire a cpa cpa or a lawyer whenever the irs would harass them for you know hundreds hundreds of thousands of of quote unquote owed taxes you know it's more of that orwellian doublespeak telling everyone they owe taxes you know just because they say so as if they're god on earth and you just owe your soul to them right? Sounds like something Satan would say more than the true God, but whenever a big cor mega corporation would quote-unquote owe taxes, the, uh, they would just hire a CPA or a lawyer, and they would get their tax 
you know, they'd get a settlement for like 10% of what they owed. And so if, you know, if they owed $300,000, they could often get away with just paying, you know, 15, 20, 25,000 in taxes. Whereas if a, if a small mom and pop shop or, a, you know, a startup company or an individual was being harassed by the IRS, you know, for for 25 or 30,000, they wouldn't get a break at all because they couldn't they didn't have enough money to to hire, you know, uh, a CPA or a tax lawyer to t to deal with the IRS and um, the IRS just knew that you know it's easy target because they're bullies you know it, bullies always pick on people who uh, because bullies are cowards and they hate themselves they always pick on people who are defenseless and um, easy targets and that's what the IRS had been doing and according to this woman who used to work for them and um, so she quit and she started telling people about how the IRS is entirely fraudulent in their even even in the fake legal system even under man's law they don't have authority to force people to pay taxes and they pretend like they do and they work with local law enforcement and federal law enforcement to uh, send SWAT teams this is what happened to this woman after she was telling people, just telling people what the law actually said, what man's law actually said, which was that they don't, tax, taxes aren't mandatory, is what she was basically telling people, and you don't actually have to file. And um, because she said that, she was in prison for, you know, three or four, four years. Uh, she was in solitary confinement for six months. And, you know, her house was raided by a SWAT team. You know, they had guns pointed at everyone, their kids' heads. And, you know, that's all just pure immorality. And, uh, it's not freedom-based at all. Another example of the IRS and their fraudulent harassment and really attack on the First, First Amendment, not that... I follow the Constitution by any means, but freedom of speech in general, shutting, shutting people down for telling people what the IRS actually is and that you don't actually have to file, you know, income tax, even under man's, under the federal government's own laws, what the IRS is doing is totally illegal. And another person who was persecuted by them and imprisoned by them for multiple years was Larkin Rose, who's a big anarchist. Um, teacher, still active, still doing the great work, and collaborates with many other anarchists like Mark Passio. They've they've done a show together on Mark's podcast, and you know Larkin, I think, was at Anargadelphia this year in Philadelphia, big anarchist conference. It was their first convention. That, but you know, Anargadelphia was modeled after uh, a free your mind podcast in the, in the past, which was in Philadelphia. I attended that one three times, you know, but it was also modeled after an Arcadelphia, uh, an Arcapulco, that is, which is in Arcapulco, Mexico, and that's probably the biggest anarchist convention conference in the world, and, you know, Larkin Rose has been a frequent guest speaker there, too, you know, and Mark Passio was there this year, and I think last year, but... That kind of stuff's very, very powerful, and it can help transform people and get the word out. Just that there is a an event behind an idea, like 
anarchy and, you know, abolishing slavery and ending statism. You know, statism being the religious belief in authority and government, the idea that those those entities are God on earth and that their laws are actually worth following and that disobeying their authority is immoral and punishable by death is really the tenets of, you know, that statism religion. Whether or not people are even fully conscious of of those tenets, you know, they might just unconsciously support the uh, the state and its enforcers and, you know, the way things are. And the reason why, the reason why that we're still in a system of slavery with psychopath control freaks writing down backwards arbitrary laws that only benefit them and their buddies and, you know, persecute the innocent, don't actually protect anyone. And the reason that exists is because more people support and believe in it and think that it's a good thing and that it shouldn't be changed. More people want it to be that way than don't want it to be that way. Otherwise, it wouldn't be that way. It's a very simple equation. And operating on the plane of causality is working directly in consciousness with your fellow co-creators working on them and collaborating with them and putting, you know, truthful messages out in mind that are going to transform the way people think, which in effect transforms their behaviors down the line. That's what the great work is, and that's what I'm doing now because for me to exist in a place like this with, you know, the violence that's so widespread and then the overwhelming ignorance of that violence, people just not wanting to look at it, pretending like it's not happening, or pretending like it's all justified and legitimate. You know, the bombing of other other countries and the kidnap and murder, you know, of people all over the world by people claiming to have authority to write laws and make up bullshit and then enforce it at gunpoint on other people. People just don't want to look at that. They want to pretend like it's not happening or that, you know, these victims deserve it and that they're actually, by disobeying authority or by, you know, doing something that the authorities deem illegal, like having uh, substances that are arbitrary designated off-limits for human consumption, as if the government owns your body and they get to determine what you can or can't put into your body. That is a claim of ownership over your body. And I, I've said in the past, I think, on this podcast, that all, all rights are property rights. That without property, there is no such thing as a right, you know? If you throw out property rights, or you pervert the imp- implementation, or ide- ideology, or you create your own twisted version of property, which is what government and the corporate banking system does, then you're now stealing people's rightful, you know, property and causing harm, causing people suffering, and the world goes down the toilet as a result, and, you, you know, society becomes more enslaved and more, more misery for everybody, more pain, more bad things happen to people, more innocent people die, more children get kidnapped, and adults too, you know, by the state and their, you know, enforcers at CPS, Child Protective Services, another Orwellian uh, doublespeak example of putting two completely 
polar opposite words right next to each other in a sentence and trying to trick people into thinking they mean the same thing. You know, if you ask an average person on the street, are taxes moral and um, is paying taxes a good idea? And do governments have a right to collect taxes? And if you don't pay taxes, you know, should you be persecuted by government? They will all agree and take the government's side as a general rule, a generality. And if that weren't the case, then there wouldn't be such a thing as taxes. It wouldn't be happening if that weren't the case. And the majority of people didn't support it and believe in it. That's just how consciousness works. You know, as above, so below on that one. The macrocosmic society is similar to the mind of the individual co-creator. And it creates a holographic correspondence where all scales and all all sizes of and you know the state is similar to the country is similar to the world and it's the state is similar to the county which is similar to this to the town or city which is similar to the individual and their family unit and these ideas are ingrained deeply ingrained into people's minds and as long as that's the case there will always be slavery and you know no amount of voting no amount of uh, trying to work within the system is really going to change that if that if that causal factor doesn't change we're stuck in this prison planet society with, based on slavery and paras parasiting you know and empowering the world's most evil people at the top of this pyramid who have no consciousness and you know are primary psychopaths in many cases and often uh, literally eat children that's going to continue happening forever until people's minds change and changing their mind and changing our own minds coming into alignment with the actual truth you know objective truth which is true for everybody realizing that there is such a thing as objective truth and that it's not all subjective quote unquote truth if it if if the truth is different for everybody you know, then it's not really the objective truth at all. And some people don't think there is such a thing as objective truth. And they will they will often tell you there is no such thing as objective truth. But if you, to really examine that statement closely, it admits its own fallacious and wrong, you know, thinking. It, it admits itself to be wrong. The statement, there is no objective truth and all, all truths are subjective, meaning they're only true for certain people and for other people they're not true. That is a, if you apply like recursive logic to that statement and, and apply the implications of that statement to the statement itself, it negates itself and it cancels itself out and in it, the, very, the very statement, there is no objective truth, admits itself to be wrong and that there is such a thing as objective truth. And you have to think about it this way. If I were to say to you, there is no objective truth, all truths are but subjective truths. Or, or even all truths are half truths, or what you know, every truth is only true for some people, for others it's not true. Then, by me saying that, I'm claiming that to be the objective truth, or I'm claiming that to be true for everybody. And but but the words I'm saying are saying there is no such thing as truth and objective ob objectivity. And that by by me saying that I'm admitting that that is only that statement itself. There are no objective truths. Is only true for some people. So for me, it might be true under my own erroneous thinking that there's there is no objective truth. But by saying that, 
I'm admitting that for other people that 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 statement itself is not true and that there is objective truth. So the statement itself, when you deeply think about it, and you know people who subscribe to that idea, you can explain it to them this way and many times if they're not ready to admit there is such a thing as truth and they're attached to the idea that it's all subjective and then it's a, it's a real cop out, you know, because it's it's a real it's a, leads to ignorance. And it leads to, but it is solipsism, which is the idea that I'm, you know, the only thing that exists is me, or you in this case, and that it's all, the entire universe and all the beings in it are just figments of your imagination. And that you're the only thing here. That's kind of a, the, the, the idea of solipsism. There is no actual truth outside of myself. I'm just God and I can make up whatever I want everything to be. You know, there are people who literally think that way, and they've been trained to think that way by mind controllers and uh, dark occultists. You know, people who hide the truth and put out lies so that they can take advantage of, of people who are naive and can't discern truth for themselves. And, you know, that's how, that's where our society's at. It's a bunch of people who haven't grown up, who aren't taking any responsibility you are passing off all responsibility on to other people, you know, government in most cases. You know, people think, well, either there's nothing I can do, but I, all I can do is vote for someone else to do something, or, you know, they just avoid doing something altogether for about anything, except for their own little self, lower self, selfish ego, ego trips and games that they play with reality. And, you know, I fell, I fell for that one again this weekend. That's kind of what I was getting at at the beginning of this. I, you know, I, someone close to me wanted to go to a music festival. And I, I went along with it. And really, you know, it was just like a chronic habit of going along with what other people who are close to me want, you know, me to do at the time. And I guess I was just in the habit of not putting things the true you know my true purpose here which is you know to do the great work and to um you know help bring in actual freedom and even even like i said outside of just the mental realm in the physical realm i have a lot of responsibilities too i need to get out of springfield and i need to get a tribe tribal of you know like-minded anarchists together and we need to get property and we need to get resources solar panels everything we need to survive independent of the system we need to develop our farming techniques this is all you know years going to take years and years of mastery we need to learn building techniques we need to uh work within the within the econ economy for now and get businesses going that can fund all of these you know expenses and stuff and you know there's that's a lot tremendous amount of work and effort and you know there's no time to jack off and fucking play games and uh go go around chasing little ego pleasures and trying to please other people who are not whose priorities are backwards and you know on the way to the festival i kind of said something about how backwards it was even going down there you know, because there's better things to do, and we, and you know, I didn't have money to be buying expensive festival tickets because they're so fucking expensive, because it's all a big business. You know, 90% of the time with these festivals, it's you know the people who own the property are making millions of dollars sometimes, and then the, all the vendors are just there to make money. A lot of the bands are, you know, that's their job now, and the the music and the message they put out is garbage sometimes. 
And that's exactly what happened when I went there. It was a, a bunch of, you know, holographic correspondence again. Every single person there was, I mean, not all of them, but the majority were stuck in their satanic delusions and um, ego chasing, you know, chasing pleasure, not, not taking any responsibility to change anything here, just allowing things to continue um, down their wicked path of, you know, supporting things like government, never speaking out, not not even bothering to uh, get people together to, um, you know, create an alternative to government, not putting any information out, you know, about how immoral it is, not talking about any of it, just, just chasing lower ego pleasures and going along to get along and not doing anything meaningful at all with their life, you know, there's a whole lot of people drinking there. Um, you know, drinking is one of the most toxic of all energies. It cre creates, you know, de demonic energies that can come out of people. A lot of, you know, possessions and attachments and um, entities will attach to people who are drinking. And there was so much fucking drunk people and people drinking at this place. It was Hillberry in um, Arkansas, Eureka Springs. And I, I was curious about the place, which is part of the reason why I went. Um, I had been thinking about it for a while, because there's other fest festivals there too, Spaceberry. You know, I've, I've, it had been a while since I'd been to a festival outside of the New Haven festivals, which are much, much better because the community there is much smaller and we're all, most of us are, you know, relatively aware compared to the average person. But So I didn't really know what to expect going down there, but I found out what it was all about and you know it's predictable sometimes because you can look at the advertisement these companies do for their festivals and the bands and if they're not talking about what I you know the conclusion I came came to from that experience because it cost cost me you know 200 250 dollars quite a bit of money a lot of energy you know a whole day went down there um, almost I mean I said hi to a couple friends and that was it there was the music wasn't very good you know I don't, and I don't want to just poo poo all over it but at the same time the people there basically sucked man they weren't doing a lot of uh, high, high level things and it was kind of sad but you know it was you know a subset of the average people that lived around that area which matched the people in Springfield for in general they they've you know in many ways suck too and aren't doing anything, aren't taking any, any responsibility, are just allowing things to go in whatever direction the rulers and controllers take it. You know, uh, have a lot of toxic bad behaviors, uh, just chase pleasure. You know, I have obvious, you know, sexual deviancy, deviancy and um, predatorial sexual energies. You know, there was people at the festival, older people, and at this one, I mean, this one was mostly older people, but sometimes you can just look at a person and get creepy vibes off them, or psychopathic vibes, or even, you know, you know, creepy sexual energy directed your way, that kind of stuff. There was quite a bit of that at the festival, and, you know, I was only there for one day, but we basically just left. The night that night and went back back here and um, the, the the message I got from that is the reason that happened and the reason you lost all that all that resources and had a crappy time was because your priorities were backwards my priorities were kind of not all the way there you know 
I had started to get on the, the battlefield of the great work, but basically what I've, you know, the conclusion I came to is that I don't want to give my energy at all, almost zero energy to anything or anybody who is not A, like willing to learn and open-minded to, to truth, or B, is already doing something to, uh, you know, fix some of these problems and manifest a, a better alternative just because that's kind of where we're at right now. You're either going to transform the people in the city and get them to stop acting like dumb dumb city folk slaves, you know, communists, and, and um, you know, stop, get them to stop identifying with the their enslavers, you know, get them out of Stockholm Syndrome, where they think the people ruling over them are somehow doing it for their own good. Um, get them to stop thinking that way and then th therefore the city will transform and change from the inside out and yeah I put a little, little bit of energy into that while I'm here of course you know but there's a lot of older people here there's a whole lot of it's got a lot of momentum behind it the city does and a lot of people aren't ready for it to change a lot of people are attached to the way things are the idea of anything changing on a fundamental good level you know of taking out some of the government handouts for example it scares people because some of these people are addicted to government and they they literally can't survive or they think they can't survive outside of that paradigm of you know food stamps or free health care or whatever it is that they they perceive the government is benefiting giving them a lot of them are kind of attached to that and they don't want to even imagine having to to deal with life without that kind of uh, nanny state, you know, child support, basically. But you know, so so that that energy and that type of society will continue to exist for a little while. Um, I feel like it's being poisoned, and the rulers of uh, the world don't don't wish for it to continue much longer because it's not really um, it's not really. They they've moved on technologically. The technocrats, uh, they're hid, they have hidden the cult technology, you know, UFO technology, anti-gravitics, all kind of stuff that they've invented underground, you know, with the military-industrial complex that they're not sharing with the general public population. If you haven't noticed, you know, they've been keeping us on oil and dirty electricity for you know a hundred years when it was never even supposed to go that way. Um, you know, if people were smart, but they're not. They're they haven't grown up yet. You know, they've got childlike, naive minds that are easily manipulated by, you know, dominators and uh, manipulators. And that's why we don't have, you know, futuristic space technology. And, uh, but, you know, the rulers of society have obvious hatred for the average person in these in these places. They have, because, you know, what they could do if they had truly good intentions is put out information and technology and morally educate people and not pervert the truth and not hide the truth you know not put out a whole bunch of lies and and beat the war drum and you know get people to divide and, and conquer and um, create a bunch of cults for people to join you know and give them guns you know military and police get them to go and hurt innocent people. You know, if the rulers of society had any care at all or any humanity, they wouldn't be doing that. And instead they would be doing, you know, kind of what I'm doing and other people and just educating people and telling them how, how to actually become independent and not depend on them. But that's not their intention. They obviously have hatred. And I feel like they're just trying to kill off 
you know, the majority of humanity, and they've, they've admitted this themselves. The UN and the Georgia Guidestones, there's a, a lot of these, you know, think tanks and Bill Gates, for example, with his vaccination, sterilizing people, like, they're, they're very obvious and open if you look into it about their intentions, which is to kill off, you know, 90% of humanity and um, to protect the earth or whatever. You just have to do a little digging, and most people haven't done any digging at all. They just watching t watching TV for the most part, or listening to MSNBC.com. You know, not getting outside of their Google search result, the first page of Google search result on any topic. You know, the Wikipedia article about 9/11, for example. You know, most people haven't really dug past that. They certainly haven't found it to the truth on. You know, the vast majority of social dynamics and issues. Because they, they all kind of have a similar root causes. All the, all the problems in society, you know. Like the mass school shootings and stuff. Have a lot of the same fucking things in common with the wars and the um, enslavement. And it's almost like all roads lead to the same point, which is the truth. And if you would just dig in any direction with these social issues. Start digging in multiple directions, pull a few threads here and there, you would inevitably get to the realization that, you know, we're in a slave system, the rulers hate hate people, and they're trying to, uh, you know, exterminate most people, and certainly not empowering anybody, making them all dependent, making them all fearful, and... generally misleading people so you know this is basically a, a war going on a spiritual war and a physical war a civil war and a uh, world war you know war in the microcosmic war in people's minds with cognitive dissonance and not being able to accept truth that's that's like a war within the self you know, not getting to their true motivations and true cares, not being honest with themselves, lying to themselves about things, pretending like certain things are fun, you know, like drinking and partying and uh, listening to, you know, low, low consciousness shit kind of music with no good message in it and just hackneyed old bass lines that fucking everyone's heard a hundred trillion fucking times. And, you know, it's just kind of... You know, it can it can have a, its time and place, but you know, with the time and place we're at now, it's like you need you need to at least include good lyrics if you're going to have lyrics at all in the music. Just at least make them about something, you know, that's going to help people understand things. Because there's no time to be screwing off, jacking off anymore. You know, you know, watching internet porn, which is a lot of what especially the males I, I feel in our society do because I used to be one of them and that's just creating toxic energy it's just taking in toxic bad energy into yourself and perverting your own sexuality into something that's an abomination and that's a turn off to and you know that's where a lot of these creepy vibe people come from the, the reason why they're creepy vibe people is because they have chronic internet porn and masturbation habits and it really destroys you know, the sexual energy, the natural sexual energy, and it turns it into something that's consumerism, 
and um, you know they can't build up a healthy sexual charge so it creates neediness it creates uh, you know low self-esteem you know it d destroys attraction so a lot of these people are not attractive you know but they're just trying to latch on and almost insulting sometimes like it's sometimes with some of these people it's like they know that they're fucking turning you off and it's and putting out creepy vibes that are fucking you know not not helping the other party of you know that they're directing their attention on but they do it anyway almost just to fuck with you you know not not everyone's like that but some of them certainly are and it's fucking you know irritating and creepy and threatening you know, but they don't care because they're satanic. They just basically only care what's funny and fun for them. And, um... But there's reasons why that, you know, is is created. And a big part of that is, you know, internet porn addictions and masturbation habits. Um, you know, there can be other reasons, too. Drinking and bad drugs could also pervert somebody's sexuality. And their self-esteem, being low obviously would would help and, you know I have first-hand experience with all of those dynamics really and it's not a good place to be but you know helping people to realize what caused what how why they're acting that way in the first place because I never really realized that I was acting that way a and then why why I kept habitually chronically turning people off and not being attractive and you know creeping girls out and shit and I'd try to hit on them you know, I just was lonely, kind of, and thought that, uh, you know, I had read in books that you're supposed to try to talk to strange, strange girls if you, you know, if you want to have friends and girlfriends and have a dating life and stuff. And in a way, that's true, but, you know, if it's coming from a place of neediness and, um, you know, it's just not going to turn them on at all, especially if it's, you know, especially if it's coming from any type of neediness. And rather than finding information about how to truly empower me not to be needy, you know, which was occult information, hidden spiritual information about becoming one with the feminine energy and, and um, finding your own femininity so you don't need other people's energies to uh, balance out, you know, in my case, masculine energy. I finally found that after years of introspection and psychedelics and different things. I finally found it, but you know, if, if other people had found it and were putting out the information to help bring other people up, you know, I wouldn't have had to have 12 years of suffering on that one. But not very many people are doing that kind of work, and it shows. That's why our society is so sick, um, overweight, taking in poison, poison energy, poison food and stuff, is because they don't have knowledge, they, and they don't care to look for knowledge in many cases, and they're not engaging the will to seek out that knowledge and to um, share what they've learned with other people. You know, they're identified with the lower self, the ego self, and the satanic mini-me that, that has an, a hole in its heart that can't be filled no matter how many quote-unquote good, happy, fun experiences the person seeks out. It's like it'll just never be satisfied. That's, that's kind of how the satanic energy is, and that's why it leads to uh, consumerism and overconsumption of resources and the destruction of everything in this satanic fucking binge, um, which is kind of chronic in our society. But, 
you know, the point of this whole thing is that we're in a spiritual war. There's no time to be screwing off playing games. I'm not. I'm personally not going to be putting almost energy in any energy, especially not a significant amount of energy into anything that's not a part of my, you know, mission and life purpose and path, and which is a to help other people learn natural law and truth and what's going on in the place. Uh, so, you know, spreading information and then be building up an actual healthy alternative society while we still can, you know, because the rulers of society are always kind of locking the chains a little tighter every year and they're sending in more poison, you know, to kill people all the time. They've got new poisons out and uh, there just needs to be an alternative built and that's a tremendous undertaking uh, that's going to require a lot of effort and resources and just derping off you know, spending large sums of money chasing pleasure is not going to get you there. It's not going to. It's not going to do the job, and you know we don't have time for that basically. So, you know, I'm gonna. I'm not going to be giving my energy at all to things that are not, at least, you know, trying to put forward. You know, working towards a good cause. You know, networking with people who have these ideas in mind, or attracting new people that have these ideas, or actually getting on your hands on the ground and building you know, this type of skill set and uh, attracting, you know, resources, you know, doing jobs. I have a lot of jobs that I'm supposed to be doing on computers for money that I kind of, you know, it's going to take a lot of work. I'm going to have to learn new programming languages. I'm going to have to uh, learn how to put together websites better. And uh, there's two or three new websites I have to make for money. For, for other people that, um, you know, if I screw off at fucking and derp, derp off like jack off time, you know, with a bunch of other jack offs and just go down the satanic party pendulum, th those jobs will never get done because they, they require a lot of focus, a lot of research, you know, a lot of time sent, spent behind a computer figuring out codes, experimenting with code, you know, and I, I was trained to do that, thankfully, but it's still going to require a tremendous amount of willpower and effort. And, uh, you know, I just don't have any time or patience or resources to be throwing away at uh, my own ego, silly ego, because I've kind of grown out of that. You know, I, I've realized it doesn't actually ever please the ego. Those things that people distract themselves with, that those black holes that people give themselves over to, you know, the drugs and the alcohol and the fucking hanging out with other people who have no values and don't have anything good at all to talk about. These shallow friendships or attachments where, yeah, your friends, they just go and they drink and they do dabs and they're fucking, you know, take, taking bad energies and they all do it together and, and don't ever say anything of any meaning the whole time. It's just, you know, ego, shallow quote-unquote friendship when it's really just a, a uh, the only thing you have in common with them is that you have the same addictions basically you know that's not that's not everybody but there's plenty of that going around to where I don't need to be any part of it anymore it's all it's um, not a part of my my path and uh, I've just got much more important things to be using my resources and time doing and you know there's a very very big job that has to be done and I'm ready for, I'm ready to see it, you know, manifest. Um, the time is, you know, the, f the quicker we get 
you know, an al a healthy alternative that's stable and independent of the system, the better, because it's getting more and more dangerous, it seems, every day. You know, it's at least not getting significantly safer and cleaner, and, um, I don't know, I just don't see it yet, so, we gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get, uh, we gotta get focused, and we gotta give up the, uh, little mini-me satanic ego pleasure-seeking, you know, um, gotta just grow out of, uh, these little childish distractions and childish habits and childish backwards values, you know, chasing, chasing things that aren't for no reason. It's like just going and spending money to go see a show that's not based in freedom, that has no good message to give people. It's just a fucking electronic lights, lights and music show. You just go and see it for no reason. You know, when, when that money that you could have spent on those tickets and the gas money and, um, hotel money if you're traveling, all those kind of resources could have been, you know, you could have bought bullets, you could have bought fucking solar panels, you could have spent the time doing, you know, sharing a good message, you could have bought some farming equipment, all kind of shit. So, you know, priorities is kind of what I'm stressing on this podcast, because that's what I learned this week, you know, with my own um, experiences, and uh, I just wanted to share that so I could inspire people and maybe... You know, uh, especially if you're not having a lot of joy in life and feeling like you're in a rut. Maybe you have bad influences and your friends aren't that cool. And, um, you know, those other old habits that you have of, you know, the things that you go to to distract or try to gratify your ego. You know, the drugs or, or whatever it is. TV watching. You know, if you're tuning into this and you... Ooh, the words are <coughs> resonating. You know, it might be time to grow up and, and let that all go and then get focused on um, something that's actually going to uh, bring joy and happiness, you know, because, yeah, it might be quite a ways off getting it to fully manifest, but if we don't start now, it'll never fucking happen, so thank you.